0: Here we are a month into the season and I would say even people who expect a judge to have a big year he might be still exceeding those expectations he's neck and neck with Mike Trout in terms of value right now this season and we all know Trout's having an unbelievable year even for his standards so with each passing game each passing home run which he leads the league in right now it's looking like the Yankees are uh, certainly going to have to up that offer of 30 and a half mil a year to keep judging pinstripes well I mean the Yankees are ready to negotiate
1: they they. I wish they got it done before the season and I, I but, you know when the offer leaked on well not leaked but when the offer was told by Brian Cashman on opening day I, I remember not being too mad about it I thought it was relatively a fair offer especially considering it's the Yankees but um, Judge had to prove this year that he could put together a an, an back-to-back solid years because last year was absolutely tremendous, and he's off to a great start. Um, I mean, you know, hard to have a much better start to your year when you're, you know, you batting three oh six with a with a WOBA of 446 and just absolutely incredible and steady defense out there in right field. So yeah, up, up the offer. And I know he doesn't want to negotiate, but you know what, if you make him an offer that he can't refuse, that's not a negotiation. He's just saying, yes, there's no need to, you know, you can get around that.
0: Right. And then you mentioned it was reported that the Yankees are willing to go back to the table and offer judge a little more. It was John Heyman that said the Yankees, have said they'd be willing to go to 31 or 32 million. That's not going to get it done either. Judge is making it clear that he's going to command more than that. I mean, for for context, Francisco Lindor is making, what, 34 million a year. Correa is making somewhere in that vicinity. Uh, Corey Seager is not too far off that in terms of AAV. So a a lot of players who Judge is clearly more valuable than in terms of I mean, especially at the plate, but he's also a fantastic fielder. He's been playing a lot of center field for the Yankees this season and playing it well. So, you know, for the Yankees at a franchise that was just valued at over $7 billion a few weeks ago and reported to have made over $500 million in revenue in 2021, they're going to have to pony up some more dough to at least, at least, get judged to sign before the season's over and avoid free agency. Cause if it gets the free agency, there will be another team that will throw a ton of money at them that the Yankees will either have to match or let them go, which would you know, of course cause <laughs> a riot in the Bronx. Yeah. They have to, uh, they have to up the offer and do it quickly. And look,
1: like you said, they're the Yankees. They can take on any contract. The Yankees were made the playoffs multiple years in a row while paying Jacoby Ellsbury to not be there. Basically. I mean, they can, they can eat a terrible contract. They can pay a great player, a lot of money. It's fine. Like, I mean, look at it this way, like take off 20 million, whatever you offer him, and just pretend you were paying Ellsbury that and you'll be all right. But I mean, they gotta, they they have to get this done quickly. And I mean, there's so much good momentum around the team right now. And I feel like, I feel like as Yankee fans, we haven't felt this good since the next man up. And even with the next man up stuff, it was also like, but what if we, like there was like this feeling of, but what if we got everybody back? So we, I kind of felt like we were waiting for something. So, I mean, as a Yankee fans, this is the best I felt since 2017, most likely. And, uh, you know, I, I'd love to get Judge locked up and that would make me feel like, hey, we could really keep this going. I mean, I know there's a couple of players like Rizzo who might not be back next year. I mean, we probably shouldn't talk about that in May, but, you know, a, a lot of the key pieces of this team that have stepped up are going to be here for for a while and, and Judge needs
0: to be part of that. Well, Judge is the centerpiece of that. He's their most valuable player. He, you can make an argument that he's been the most valuable player in the league so far this season. He's, You know, it's, it's a shame you mentioned having not felt this good about the team since next man up or even 2017. It was after that 2017 season when the Yankees got Stanton, and the vision was having both of them in the middle of the lineup, just crushing and pacing this offense. And unfortunately injuries and the pandemic and like a lot of things got in the way of seeing that out in full force, but you're seeing that now and it would be such a shame if we finally see judge and Stanton at their peak in the lineup, both just, absolutely destroying opposing pitchers and then for judge to leave in in free agency. And he's the face of the franchise. He's playing like an MVP. The Yankees could, afford it as much as anybody and obviously more. So he's certainly putting the pressure on the front office to uh, sweeten that deal. And, and it certainly needs to be better than 30 and a half million. There'll be a, a bunch of teams that will offer him more than that. Some people make the argument about his age, that he just turned 30 years old, but you know, a lot of, a lot of teams pay what is considered to be more than you should in the back end of contracts. So you can have players for the front end of contracts. That's just been the nature of a lot of big deals in, in baseball and years and even decades past. Just look at the A-Rod contract.
1: just when him and Stanton get that old, just every other day, just rotate. One DH is one plays right field. It's fine. They'll, they'll be all right. And Yankee stadium right field. Isn't that hard. I mean, for a major leaguer, for me, it would be impossible, but it's, you know, they'll, they'll figure out a way to make it work. They had 42 year old A-Rod on the team as a contributor or for however old he was 41, in 27, 2015. They, they'll, they'll figure it out. Play for the now, and then you'll sign another guy when Judge is at the end of his rope, and that guy will pick up the slack and just rinse and repeat. That's that's kind of the way that it, it, it used to go when, when things were, were working out well and we were spending a lot of money.
0: <laughs> you mentioned playing in the now. What, what has it been like for you watching Judge? I know for me, You know, with each passing home run, with each passing 114 mile an hour double, you know, with the walk-off home run, his first career walk-off home run, it's, you know, you you celebrate it. But for me, there's always a lingering of just this, you know, lingering potential doom of like, man, like this, this could be it. It's just like so impossible to imagine this player in anything other than pinstripes, and to think that not only it could be coming to an end if something isn't agreed upon, but to come to an end when he's playing at this level, I mean, that would be absolutely devastating. And obviously the Yankees are the best team in baseball right now. We should be enjoying the here and now. I don't think anything should take away from that, but it's hard not to think about this stuff because this wasn't locked up before the season began. So for me, I've been been—I've been really
1: enjoying it. I haven't been thinking about his contract, especially while I'm watching the games, I will think about it the next day and think about, you know, like when I'm thinking about bigger, bigger picture things for the Yankees, but while I'm watching the game, I'm pretty much locked in on the, on the here and now and really enjoying it. I mean, it's not the same, but when I was a kid, you know, Tino Martinez left the Yankees and he was my favorite player. And ever since then I've never really looked at a player and like, Oh, that guy might, you know, he's going to be a Yankee for life. Definitely. I remember even when Jeter was a free agent, I worried about that. Uh, I didn't think it would happen, but, um, you know, it's not something I think about while I'm watching the games. I really just enjoy it. I really just have a great time watching him mash, watching him play defense. And uh, even though the Yankees kind of have given us reason not to have faith as a fan, you just you have to have faith that they'll, they'll recognize that they have to keep this guy. He's the face of the franchise. Um, you know, since, since Jeter, he's, he's the easily the the most popular Yankee, most marketable Yankee, and they'll
0: have to keep him around. Right. There've been big name free agents that have not, been aggressively pursued that have angered some fans but this is obviously a lot different this is a player that the Yankees have already Yankee fans have already seen and experienced in pinstripes and now he's playing at a arguably a higher level than ever before I mean he's right on pace with his historic rookie season in 2017 so it's going to be interesting it's unfortunately going to be a topic for the rest of the season I'd obviously rather just be you know, and I am enjoying it, but I'd rather be fully enjoying it without reservation, but it's, it's going to be hanging over the season until if, if they agree on a deal, I mean, this, this could become even more of a topic. If the arbitration hearing gets ugly next month, we'll, we'll see how that goes or hopefully it can be avoided. They're still, they still can agree on a deal for at least his 2022 salary before his hearing, which I think is on June 21st. It's the last hearing in the league this year. So saving a, arguably the best player that's arbitration eligible for last. So we'll uh, we'll see how, how that goes.